something else that I uh, will share in terms of how to do it. Uh, a friend of ours, a Zen teacher friend, was looking around online for something. Looking around. Looking around. <laughs> <laughs> looking around for something related to Mu recently. And uh, he came across this story of uh, a piece of writing that uh, uh, a practitioner had done um talking about the experience that they'd had practicing in a Japanese monastery back in uh, the early 2000s. So he shared this with us and uh, it's um, quite quite lovely. Um, and it really, some of the passages in it really um, capture the, um, the heart uh, and the, the wholeheartedness that it takes to um, really throw oneself into Mu practice. So uh, let me find my notes here. So this, uh, this person began, um, this practitioner began working with Omori Sogen uh, Roshi. And then um, after a short period of time, in order to go deeper in their practice, they referred um, the person to Yamada Muman Roshi. So not to be confused with uh, Yamada Cohen Roshi. So they go to the monastery uh, and are allowed to practice. This is a female practitioner and the, um, the monastery is uh, all men. So it was very unusual at the time for a woman to be allowed to stay, first of all, and to practice in the Zendo with the uh, male monks. So uh, Muman Roshi gave the uh, practitioner Mu to work with after a short period of time and told her, you must become one with Mu. So this was the basic instruction. And those of you that are working with Mu, are familiar with this. You've been given this instruction to become it. And she says that this began a new period of time in her meditation life. Mu was with me every moment. Mu became all of my life. I tried to concentrate on it mentally, physically, emotionally. In every way I could, I worked to experience, to become Mu. I sat Mu. I walked Moo, I breathed Moo in and out. I counted Moo, I ate Moo, I went to sleep with Moo. And at the first moment of my awakening, out came Moo. Everywhere I looked, I saw Moo. And then she talks about going into Sanzen, uh, what we call Dokusan, and having to present uh, her understanding, her experience of Moo. Each time the bell rang for Sansen, I got up and walked or ran, Mu. I waited in line, Mu. I rang the bell to announce my coming, Mu. And I bowed, Mu. I sat before the Roshi, Mu. I breathed in and out, Mu. I voiced, Mu. I showed, Mu. I answered, Mu. So wholehearted, single-pointed. And eventually... I experienced deeply and fully my insecurities, my not being able to do anything right fears. Some of you familiar with that? My fears of doing it so fully, I would lose it and myself. My avoidances, my copping out. I came to feel my resistances that prevented me from fully embracing Mu. And as I experienced my impasses over and over and over, I became more and more frustrated with them. 
I became an embroilment of frustration and determination. Every time I came out of the Sanzen room, I resolved to try harder. And along with that resolve, I seemed to uncover a deeper bit of me that I hadn't even known was there. I got to my wit's end, and that was just the point. The end of all my thoughts, my ideas, possibilities, nothing more, nothing else, nothing but move. And so it's at that point in a person's process, and especially when there's that fear of annihilation, as we call it, that's arising that Dogen's energy comes over, you know, gives you a hug and says, it's okay. A person getting enlightened is like the moon reflecting in the water. The moon does not get wet. The water is not disturbed or shattered. It's okay. So, and of course that awakening is just the first step on the path. It's uh, just a taste of illumination, that very important character work of integrating that illumination and practicing it in daily life is yet to come. 